Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay, and today, meeting a childhood hero. When I was growing up in Australia, few things impressed me more than computers. Occasionally role-playing games, occasionally war games, miniature sculptors, artists, these kind of things. But really, computers were where it was at when I was growing up. A lot of my waking time was spent working out how I could get to and use computers, and also a large portion of it was spent thinking about what I would do when I'd actually get to those computers, which was relatively useful, as most of my computer access early on in life at least was heavily time-limited. As I started learning about the history of technology, two folks kept coming up in terms of people who I felt were kindred spirits in one way or another. One was the phone hacker known as John Draper, and I've talked a little bit about John Draper in my other podcast, the Stone Ape Podcast. However, a character who also seemed to come up on a regular basis to the point where I thought, this is going to be an interesting dude if I had the opportunity to meet him, was Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak. And in 1999, I had the opportunity to meet him. It was actually something that led to, well... I don't know, an ongoing working relationship, some might even say a friendship that lasted for a couple of years, but was pretty heavily terminated when I decided to leave the US, and also, well, I think that's for another story. But um, let's talk a little bit about meeting Steve Wozniak initially. I had a friend at the time who I had stayed with and who was working on a startup who had been in telephone contact with Steve Wozniak for a period of time. And they had set up a number of opportunities, maybe three, let's say three, in order to meet. However, at every occasion, the time, the date, the location was set. But at the last minute, Steve called and said, sorry, can't make it, doing something else, can't get away from this thing. And this became a bit of a pattern. So when I had the opportunity to meet Steve Wozniak, not only through this fellow's introduction, but for a few other folk, some of the folk I knew at Apple, and just a few other folk, I had the opportunity to have lunch with Steve Wozniak. However, I was aware of my friend's predicament, and I was aware of how these things operated, and a little twist of fate came to my aid. I didn't have a cell phone at the time. It was 1999. A lot of people did have cell phones, but I was travelling through the US, looking at virtual reality installations, and also talking a little bit about my project, which is now known as Noble Ape, but was known as Nirvana at the time. I left a telephone message trying to coordinate an opportunity to meet with Steve, as he'd said he'd like to meet while I was in the San Francisco Bay Area. And finally I got through to one of his associates. Let's just refer him as associate. He might figure in future stories, but let's just refer to him as an associate. I made the point perfectly clear that I didn't have a cell phone with me, and therefore I'd be willing to, uh, you know, wait for Steve at a specific location, and if he was going out to lunch, I'd go out to lunch with him. If he wasn't going out to lunch, then I'd just get a taxi cab on my way. So the location was set as Steve's home. And I'd heard some accounts associated with Steve's home from various folk, but nothing really prepared me for travelling to Steve's home. It was in the Los Gatos Hills, partially, I guess, in the Santa Cruz Mountains. I'm not really sure what that area is referred to, but it was up a steep series of slopes that caused the taxi driver to wonder where they were actually going. Finally, I was let out at Steve's place. I knocked on the door and was let in and sat down on a couch. And the first thing that struck me, aside from the fact there was a relatively large living room area, kind of palatial, overlooking Silicon Valley, was, well, potentially the laser disc collection, but also the smell of putrid dog waste. As Steve's housekeeper, who may have gone on to be one of his future wives, can't really be sure of that. Anyway, 
She pointed out to me that they were training puppies at the time, and lo and behold, there were large urine-stained sheets with occasional little bits of dog droppings on it, which were um, creating some kind of aroma through the building. Various figures kind of came and went from the rooms, and eventually Steve Wozniak showed up. His associate was there as well, and we went out to lunch. I think we went to have tacos, actually. The conversation was a little stilted, initially. I came to realise that Steve was very competitive in this conversation, and the fact that I had been to a few places in the world meant immediately that he was extremely competitive associated with listing the number of places that he had been to. Through the conversation also, we started talking about NASA, because I had spent some time with the University of Houston, uh, their NASA, I don't know what we would call it, their NASA outreach facility, for want of a better term, and Steve made the observation that really the only thing that was good about NASA was all the lunar rides that were various theme parks, and I said somewhat stoically, I don't think you can underestimate the moon landing. Steve and I continued to hang out for, like I say, about 18 months to two years, I did actually have the offer at one stage of living in Steve's house, the one that I had originally gone to, but um, through a series of factors turned that down. I haven't really chosen to editorialise or narrate any of my, you know, experiences with Steve and his people for a variety of reasons, but I might use this podcast as the facility to provide some of these stories in the future. Tom Barbelay in San Jose, signing out.